the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. See, earlier in his life, if you remember, Joseph was a favorite of Jacob. And these brothers were envious and jealous of his gifts, of his being a visionary, and they actually tried to kill him. And then Joseph was transported through sojourners to Egypt. He was taken out of his home and domicile into a foreign land, and he became really a servant in a master's house, and then he went on to prison and was accused unjustly and served 12 years of jail time for offenses that he never committed. Oh, dear friend, do you hear me today? The normal human reaction to one being abused and hurt within acts of injustice is to retaliate to get revenge. But Joseph had reached the point in his life by the grace of God because of his personal relationship of faith with the God of the Bible that he saw God's goodness even in the time of suffering that he had on his journey of faith. The book of 1 Peter says that as believers in Christ that when we suffer for the sake of the gospel that we are sharing in the sufferings of Christ. Paul exhorted the Roman believers that the pain that we have in this world that came from the fall and our own sinfulness, that it is only a temporary affliction and that God is working things out for our eternal benefit through the gospel of Jesus Christ. So Joseph was saying that God was being good even while he was experiencing pain and suffering because of his mistreatment. Today in the marketplace... There are many that observe practices that are contrary to the Word of God. As a believer, you may have those who attack you because of your faith in Jesus Christ. These enemies have a golden rule that they observe, but it's not the golden rule of the Bible. Their rule is this, do unto others before they do it unto you. Whereas our Lord's great command to his followers is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. The second observation is that there is goodness in prosperity. Now, aren't you thankful that our lives of faith are scrolls and not a script? That God is adding chapter by chapter as we go through our journey of faith. Joseph had a season of pain, but then listen, he had a season of prosperity. God had favor upon him and he was raised up. He went from the prison to the palace. He had an acceleration. He was catapulted. From being in the depths of despair and pain and bondage into a place of authority, second in command only to the Pharaoh of Egypt, he experienced the wonderful benefits and the blessings of his relationship with his covenant God. At the snap of his finger, he could call servants to execute on his orders as he administrated over the sovereignty of Egypt. Yes, he saw God's goodness and prosperity. Joseph understood that everything he had in this world was a gift from God. He understood like Job, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away, but blessed be the name of the Lord. 
He understood this truth that you and I must embrace again today in our thoughts and meditation that we come naked into this world and we will leave naked from this world and that any prosperity we have materially or physically is because God has given us the ability to prosper. But Joseph knew of a greater prosperity than even that of the body and the physical. He knew of soul prosperity. He had received the free grace of God, and he exemplified moment by moment his saving faith in the God of the Bible. So in the context of this passage today, as Joseph is surrounded by his brothers who believe that they will be judged and punished by Joseph in an act of revenge, the brothers instead find the mercy and grace of God being extended to them during their time of anxiety and concern. And then there's a third observation, not only God's goodness in pain, God's goodness in prosperity, but also in the life of Joseph, we find God's goodness in promises. Now, this text today is the last portion of the book of Genesis. And this book actually concludes with Joseph dying. And before he died, he instructed his family. He wanted his bones to be taken to the promised land. You see, Joseph was departed from the promised land when he was in Canaan with his father and family. As they came into Egypt to be rescued from the famine, all of Israel would no longer be in the promised land. They would be in Egypt, a foreign land, a foreign pagan land. But you see, Joseph had the eyes of faith, and he saw the promises of God as being yes and amen, and to the glory of God through him by us. And he looked forward to the day when God would bring his people out of Egypt and fulfill the promises that were made to his great-grandfather Abraham, his grandfather Isaac, and his father Jacob. Dear friend, today God's word is as unchanging as it was in Joseph's time. God is immutable, which means he is unchanging, And his word is infallible. And every promise in the word of God from Genesis 1 to Revelation 22 must be fulfilled. Because the word of God will not return void, but it must accomplish his purpose. Joseph could die knowing that his spirit would leave this world. But the promises of God would remain with his people. And that God would accomplish his will until the end of this age. Many refer to Genesis 50:20 as the Romans 8:28 of the Old Testament that all things work together for good to those who love God to those who are called according to his purpose here we find in the life of Joseph that God's sovereign grace was alive and well and that his goodness was demonstrated even within the times of pain as well as prosperity and the fulfillment of his promises Will you join me in being a voice in the marketplace and declaring the greatness and the goodness of our Lord and his glorious gospel which saves to the uttermost? Yes, the goodness of God is evident even in the marketplace today. God bless you, my friend. Coming up next. One day I thought, you know, I'm on my way to talk to a customer about advertising. And the still small voice said, hey, maybe you should pray and ask me for help on this call. Richard visits with Stu Epperson, Jr. He's the founder and president of the Truth Network. 
Ministry in the Marketplace is a listener-supported program. It's because of your faithfulness and financial support that we've been able to personally take the gospel of Jesus Christ to nearly 100 countries through pastor training and local evangelism. And we've seen countless lives changed for eternity. To join us in taking the gospel around the world, just go to our website, mitmradio.org, or you can call us at 1-800-684-6339. That's 1-800-684-6339. Thank you for joining us in making a difference in the marketplace. The GMF Stephen Olford Center in Memphis is the perfect location to host your weekend retreats, church conferences, meetings, fellowship meals, and other events, including weddings. We offer a relaxing, scenic environment in which to connect with the Lord in a refreshing way. Whether you would like to host a luncheon, a dinner, or an overnight event, we have everything you need at the GMF Stephen Olford Center in Memphis. For more information on booking your next event, visit gmfonline.org forward slash SOC. Ministry in the Marketplace. Every week we get to visit with people who are using their platform to make a difference in the marketplace. Well, today's guest grew up in a family that taught him what it means to love God and to point others to him. Stu Epperson Jr. is the founder and president of the Truth Network. Since 1986, the Epperson family have been faithfully broadcasting the gospel through Christian media. We got the chance to visit with Stu Epperson Jr. while on the road to talk more about the Truth Network and his marketplace impact. Here with that conversation is your host, Richard Hamlet. We are blessed to have Stu Epperson Jr. on the program. Stu, welcome to Ministry in the Marketplace. Great to be here, man. This is a legendary show, and I've heard all about it. My daughter's been on. Amen. Everyone else I know has been on, and everyone else I know is saying, But now this is your time. Why haven't you been on with this guy on his amazing show? So here here I am, and... Well, Thank you, you Lord. your reputation precedes you. You're the son of Stu Epperson Sr., Christian media magnate, Salem. And you, in your own rightful place, for over 20 years, have been the owner of several radio stations proclaiming the Word of God, the Truth Network. So we're glad you're here. Can you start by sharing with our audience how you came to faith in Jesus Christ? Amen. Well, I grew up with a drug problem, and I'm just going to be open about it. So early on... Mom and dad were involved in my drug problem. They drug me to church on Sunday morning. They drug me to church on Sunday night. They drug me to Sunday school. They drug me to prayer meeting. They drug me to visitation on Thursday. Every time that church was open, they drug me there. Hey, they, did you want a ribbon, didn't you? Well, they drug me to Awanas. They drug me to Christian school. So they drug there. me to Christian camp. So wow. that was my drug problem. <laughs> I was so close to God and so close in my head, but I was one of those guys that was 18 inches from heaven, right? Don't miss in- heaven by 18 inches. Yes. That's the distance from your head to your heart, depending on how yes. tall you are. And that was me growing up until about 14, 15 years old, somewhere in there. God rocked my world at a Christian camp, and I knew I was a lost, hell-bound sinner, and I knew I needed a Savior. I knew I was in my heart, even on my outside, there was great love. I could quote scriptures. I probably had led people to Christ. I mean, I had it all because I grew up, and I knew the language. I grew up in a Christian radio family, Uncle Dick Bott and Cousin Rich. I grew up as his adopted uh, nephew. And absolutely had godly people around me. And I'm not saying there weren't wonderful things that happened about that because it was awesome. But somewhere in that early teen time, the Holy Spirit of God took all that scripture, all that word, all that seed that was put in me and blew it up and broke my heart. And I'll never forget it. And I got on my knees and I repented. And I'd probably prayed the sinner's prayer. You know, my friend J.D. Gear wrote a book, Stop Asking Jesus Into Your Heart. You know, I probably prayed that prayer, yeah. you know, two gazillion times. You know, yeah. bad lightning storm, I'm praying that prayer. But that moment yeah. 
it was a heart open cry and not even sure kind of like the thief he said remember me when you come to your kingdom that's the worst sinner's prayer in history but the most effective one because jesus said today you will be with me in paradise and that moment i called out to the lord amen and the lord heard me this poor man cried and the lord heard him and delivered me from hell you know psalms 34 and so that's all god and so then then my life changed and i started really growing and that was the beginning yeah so that prayer of calling, whosoever shall call upon the name of the that's Lord, it. that's a prayer that doesn't begin on earth, it begins in heaven. That's right. The Spirit drops in our hearts. Yeah, amen. amen. Yes, sir. We respond. We're thankful for that. Would you enlighten our audience with your calling in Christian media? Yeah. So, you know how you hear those testimonies, people say, I'm not going to China. Lord, I'm going to go anywhere but China, right? Where do they end up going? Okay, right? You hear people say, Lord, I'm going to do everything. Right. I'll go anywhere. I'll serve you anywhere, but I'm not going to. So I grew up in every radio station across from Tulsa to everywhere that my dad, Uncle Ed, you know, Uncle Dick bought all these guys. I was around it. So there's pretty much three things I told the Lord that I would never do for my career. I'd never go on the radio because everyone did that. I want something different, right? <laughs> you know, and everyone's like, well, little Stu, well, you're going to carry the baton. Well, you're going to continue this thing, this legacy of your dad and family and uncle and all that. And the second thing I swore I'd never do is I'd never go to Bob Jones University. I mean, that place was strict. <laughs> Furthermore, Ma went there, Pa went there, they met there, and every time I went there, because they were on the board for a little season there, you know what? They said, hey, little Stu, Dr. Bob Jr. used to say, hey, little Stu, we got a bunk with your name on it. We got a dorm room. You're going to be a great student here. So I'm like, you know what? It's not that it's a bad place. I've just, you know, when everyone tells a a kid growing up all his life they're going to go there, you're not going to go there. And then number three, I swore I'd never go back to North Carolina. I grew up there. I love North Carolina, but, like, I need to get out there. I want to spread my wings. So basically, my testimony before getting into Christian radio, is how God reversed each one of those Amen. courses. Tell God your plans and then, then just listen to him laugh, right? Whoever said that, right? Maybe yes. Mark Twain or somebody. Well, he's so. established your goings, brother. He's drawn the lines. Yeah. I'm glad you found God's lines for your life. Yes sir. yes, sir. So let's talk about marketplace ministries. How important is proclaiming the Word of God through Christian media as well as our own personal witness outside the church walls? Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Absolutely. So what we have is, and by the way, I ended up doing all three of those things. Yeah. I ended up going to Bob Jones for my graduate degree. Great. I got hoodwinked into starting an on-campus Christian radio station at the Masters University, John MacArthur School, mm-hmm. which I fell in love with radio again doing that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, this is what I want to do, even though okay. I was going to maybe go play pro basketball or go to grad school or go do other things. And the only grad school in America that had that program was Bob Jones. Yeah. And then God called me back to North Carolina. So I got a secular radio. Okay. And something happened in that time. There's a hunger, a real hunger in my heart to hear these kind of programs. Mm -hmm. And I'm scrambling to listen to Christian radio stations, Billy Graham Station, these other stations in Greenville, South Carolina, while I'm in grad school, while I'm working at a big secular station there, selling radio spots to big companies. And I realized one day I thought, you know, I'm on my way to talk to a customer about advertising. And the still small voice said, hey, maybe you should pray and ask me for help on this call. Like, nah, this is business. I'm talking about spots, rate cards, this and that, you know, closing the deal and all that. But God really convicted me. So I started praying, and the more I started praying, the more I realized, wait, God is in this as much as he's in Amen. everything. Yes. He's either Lord of all or not Lord at all. That's right. So, so I really got a burden for that. And, okay. and that's kind of what led me to start the Truth Network about yeah. 22 years ago. After being in secular radio, I was so hungry it. for it myself. So I started the first 24-7 Christian teaching and talk station in Winston-Salem. We were from Winston-Salem, 
My dad had a co- Christian radio company called Salem, but there, they didn't have any stations there. And here I am. And I said, Daddy, I'll come wash the toilets for you in L.A. I'll come be an intern in Philadelphia where you have all these stations. Or I'll come work for Uncle Dick Bott at any of his stations. But God burned in my heart the Bible Belt, Winston-Salem, where so many people know about God, but they don't know him in a personal way. And imagine putting a radio station with this kind of program, Ministry in the Marketplace with Richard Hamlet, a station that could carry programs like that that are redemptive, truth-telling programs. I still sold advertisings, but now we look to our business partners— almost like they're chaplains. We go, we pray with them, we encourage them. Yes. We help them, obviously, run creative messages, programs or ads on the radio, sure. but also help them think about how are you integrating Christ yeah. in every aspect. So Christian media is the, really the ultimate in marketplace ministries. It really because is. Because you're yeah. through the airwaves and through Internet streaming now, you're going out and connecting with people wherever they are. If they have a device, they have a computer, they have a phone— then they can connect. And these are folks, many of which will never come into a church in many of our cities in America. And even in the places you call the traditional Bible Belt, like Memphis, Tennessee, where our headquarters is, there is biblical illiteracy, and we live in a post-Christian culture. And so what you're doing, brother, is the epitome of marketplace ministries proclaiming the word out in the marketplace. Well, you're not only a Christian media magnet like your daddy, but also you are a writer. And I want to spend the last few minutes of our conversation talking about your two books. One you've already published, been out a while, it's called The Last Words of Jesus. Yes, and then you have a new one out now called The First Words of Jesus. Yes. Give us 30 seconds on these books, and then you can tell our listeners how they can connect. Oh, yeah. Get those no, books. great. You know, Jesus, obviously, he's the hero of everything. Yes. He's the reason he's we do everything. Right. Yes. Absolutely right. He was that Jewish carpenter. Yes. You know, he had a trade. These guys were fishermen. They were hardworking guys in the yeah. marketplace, right? Yes. They went back to be a light there <laughs> where God did. called them from. He said, I'll make you fishers of men. So these are just a couple books. One is driven more toward Easter, the last words of Jesus, his final powerful seven statements from the cross. We go deep in each one of those. I don't know what your favorite one is. Father, forgive. Yeah. You know, into thy hands I commit my spirit, the last one. So it is finished. Is, amen. John nineteen thirty, the greatest closing statement of all time. It is finished, therefore we're not. Richard and Stu are not, right? Yes. And then the first words of Jesus really, you know, there's a mission statement that, you know, you look at the mission statements of great companies. They, that, that defines them. That's yes. what Jesus gives us a mission statement that's better than any company in history. And his mission statement is in Luke chapter 2. And that's the first words of Jesus, which is a lot of folks really enjoy toward Christmas time. But my whole thought is, I'm going to give you a b- bag of cookies right now because Christmas is every day of the year because God's grace is every right. day, every moment of the year. And we need him every hour. So first words of Jesus, kind of getting into his heart and why he came and what started in the cradle, what ended the cross, and now is consummated at the crown. And then last words of Jesus, his final powerful words as he died. Yes. Seven words of life, Yes, he cried. Seven words in his last breath. Yes. Seven words as Jesus died. Seven words of life from the tree of death. Yes, the living word giving us the written word. That's even. it, yeah. So how can our audience connect with you to get a copy of... Well, I'm on all the social books. media. There's a website my publisher put up, just my name, stuepperson.com. Yes. S-T-U-Epperson.com. And I blog. I've got social media. I'm on Instagram. Okay. i got a couple Stu2 no videos. Intended. We have yeah. iTunes. Yeah. We have, you know, the whole game. <laughs> but no, but anyway, we okay. can help folks. And give a book to an unbeliever. Yes. Everyone's, everyone celebrates the marketplace. Easter. Everyone celebrates Christmas. Let's take him to the Lord yes. of Easter, the Lord of life. Let's take him to the Lord of Christmas, the God who lavishly gave us the gift of Jesus. 
And so that's why this program is so awesome because people listening may not know Christ. If you don't know Jesus, get to know him. Yes. And if you have a job, if you have a gift, which everyone listening does, use that gift to introduce people to Amen. Jesus Christ. That's why he gifted you to go into the marketplace, yes. into the home, wherever you are, and to share Jesus Amen. while we have time. The Truth Network, how can our audience connect with that? Well, it's just truthnetwork.com. Okay. And we're, we're just trying to— You have just, how many stations? We've got about 25 signals okay. across the country, and then we've got syndication. You know, we've got yeah, some programs like the Christian Car Guide and some other things. And But the, the power of ministries like this, people hear the word— See, we got to strengthen the church. Yes. The church has got to go deeper in the Word to treat the wounds of the wounded to come into church so then we can go out right. into the world. Instead of trying to be so attractional, instead of dumbing it down at church to be so you know soft user and shallow, user-friendly, let's beef it up. Amen. Let's go deeper in the Word, yes. pastors. Let's exposit the Word of God. Yes. Build the team, and then the, guess what? Each member of every church is to be attractional. Amen. So you're, you're sending out, Pastor, you're empowering 300 bold Acts chapter 2 missionaries to go every yeah. Sunday morning into the world. Did they come back to be fed, to be built up, Amen. to be discipled, to equip? Amen. You know, that's why we're here. Jesus is coming back. The question is, what are we doing about the 2 billion plus people on our planet who've never heard the good news of Christ? One in four people walking planet Earth have never heard the gospel. Does that keep me up at night? Brother, that's I'm, a major I'm, I'm, situation thank you, there. I'm thank you that you didn't sugarcoat it today. Uh, it, it's all about proclaiming the gospel. People are one heartbeat away from meeting God under, right. the, under his wrath. And Jesus Christ is their only remedy who can take away their sin. Let's keep sharing that in the marketplace. Thanks for coming by today. Great to be here. God bless you. Thanks for your program, man. Thanks for having me. What a blessing you are to so many. Amen. You're listening to Ministry in the Marketplace with Pastor Evangelist, writer and entrepreneur Richard Hamlet. Our guest today has been Stu Epperson, Jr. He's the founder and president of The Truth Network. If you missed any part of Richard's conversation with Stu, just go to our website, mitmradio.org, and click on the link that says Past Shows. Ministry in the Marketplace. And now, with today's wrap-up, is Richard Hamlet. Well, dear friends, we begin to close this program. I want to pray for you specifically that you will embrace the goodness of God in your life today. Understanding that it is even the goodness of God that has brought you to repentance and faith in Jesus Christ, His goodness extends into all areas of your life. I want to encourage you to be a minister in the marketplace, wherever God has placed you, so that you might influence others through the gospel of Jesus Christ. Dear God, I pray for each listener today. Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit would apply these truths to their heart. God, I pray that they would receive your anointing to go forth with a passion and a boldness in declaring the good news of Jesus Christ. Father, we rejoice in your goodness that has given us your everlasting gospel. And like Joseph, I pray that we would be found faithful even unto our last breath, the eyes of faith placed upon you. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to Ministry in the Marketplace with Pastor Evangelist, writer, and entrepreneur Richard Hamlet. If you missed any part of today's broadcast, just go to our website, mitmradio.org. 
and click on the link that says Past Shows. Ministry in the Marketplace is a listener-supported program. It's because of your faithful financial support that we've been able to personally take the gospel of Jesus Christ to nearly 100 countries through pastor training and local evangelism, and we've seen countless lives changed for eternity. To join us in taking the gospel around the world, just go to our website, mitmradio.org, or you can call us at 1-800-684-6339. We also want to encourage you to keep up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And tune in next week when Richard Hamlet brings you another edition of Ministry in the Marketplace. Ministry in the Marketplace is sponsored by Global Ministries Foundation. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. In the book of 1 Peter in chapter 4, it says that uh, we have a place reserved for us in heaven. Mm, the faith is not away. Eternal in the heavens. We got a place. So I already know I'm going to heaven. But uh, one of the greatest things you can do is that if you have trusted Christ as your Savior, let your loved ones know it. Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement. Was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS for Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A judge has set a $1 million bail for a Minneapolis police officer charged with second-degree murder in George Floyd's death. Derek Chauvin said almost nothing during an 11-minute hearing in which he appeared on closed-circuit television from the state's maximum security prison in Oak Park Heights. Chauvin's next appearance is set for June 29th. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has paid his respects with Hundreds of people mourning the death of George Floyd at a church in Houston, where Floyd grew up. The Republican governor told reporters outside the church that he will include Floyd's family in discussions about police reform and any related legislation. And a big day for the Big Apple. New York City gradually began reopening today after the coronavirus lockdown. The Dow had 323 points. The Nasdaq is up 74. This is SRN News. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at letstalkfaith.com. The following is a true story. I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I'd sold her timeshare, and that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare. Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently. Called her and everybody that I had sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, people started referring friends to me to help them cancel the timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, there would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. If we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or we'll give your money back. 
That's what makes us different. Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-515-1771. That's 800-515-1771. 800-515-1771. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Reagan. It's required reading in 2020. For God and Country, the new book by Ralph Reed, available wherever books are sold. Your potential customers are at home right now. Are you there with them? In these uncertain times, the investment you made in digital marketing is really paying off. Thanks to Salem Surround, you're on page one of the search engines. Your online reputation is five-star. Your digital presence is accurate, and you're everywhere. Oh, wait, you're not? You don't have an effective digital marketing strategy? It's not too late. Contact Salem Surround for help. We deliver prescriptive marketing solutions to communicate with your current and future customers that not only meet your needs, but exceed your expectations. Salem Surround can help you with digital marketing during these difficult times and beyond. Total market saturation with increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundtampa.com surroundtampa.com connecting you with new customers let's welcome jeremy camp hope comes home with i still believe you can download it now at watchsalemmedia.com from the creators of i can only imagine comes the uplifting true life story of christian music megastar jeremy camp i'm supposed to be with her I can't explain it. I just know that. Jeremy's hope and faith are put to the test when tragedy strikes. You're going to be healed. What if I'm not supposed to be healed? Don't say that. I Still Believe is an incredible story of musical stardom, the heights of love, the depths of loss, and the healing power of the human spirit. One love can change your life. You chose willingly to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. Witness the true story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. Starring K.J. Appa, Britt Robertson, Gary Sinise, and Shania Twain. Own I Still Believe on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital now from Lionsgate at WatchSalemMedia.com. That's WatchSalemMedia.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD.
Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome, welcome to Bob Bernie Live on this Wednesday afternoon. I welcome my listeners in Columbus, Ohio on AM 880 and 104.5 FM. But also, I have the privilege of welcoming our listeners in Tampa on Faith Talk 570 and 910, as I have the privilege of filling in for my dear friend Bill Bunkley, who uh, took kind of a nasty fall over the weekend, injured his knee, and uh, is getting it checked out this afternoon as well he should. And uh, we're all hoping that he'll be back on the air tomorrow. But for today, I have the privilege of guest hosting for Bill as well as hosting my own program here in Columbus, Ohio. And I I I, I just I, I just gotta say, I have guest hosted for Bill on many occasions, so those of you in the Tampa area may be familiar with my name and my voice. But usually it's been in the winter time and I've had this deep, deep jealousy for all of you people in Florida as we go through a harsh Ohio winter. I must say the weather here in Columbus is spectacular today, so I don't have the usual jealousy for uh, my brothers and my sisters in Tampa. Anyway, it is a delight to welcome all of you to the program. What a thrill, what an honor to be on this side of the microphone, knowing that you are on that side of the microphone. Now, on Fridays, I always have open phone Friday. I realize this is Monday, but there is so much going on in the world. There's a whole COVID-19 thing, and I know that you folks down in Florida, Florida began opening up a little sooner than we have here in Ohio, but we are finally opening up in Ohio, and all of the dire predictions, we're all going to die um yeah, well none of them are really coming to pass in fact uh there in florida you are on a steady decline in the number of cases hospitalizations deaths congratulations the same is true here in ohio uh the daily numbers came out today and uh we are seeing a pretty sharp decline in spite of the fact that Thousands of people have been ignoring social distancing, getting in the streets, protesting exactly what we were told would bring about huge spikes in new cases. It hasn't happened yet. Now, it could. I am no expert. Don't pretend to be one. But uh, here's what I've been saying. And and the reason I brought this up is maybe you just want to get some things off your chest. You want to blow off some steam. If if you want to do that, I am more than willing to listen. And here is my telephone number. For those of you in the uh, Tampa area listening on Faith Talk, 
This, of course, will not be the number you usually use, but I promise you it works anywhere in the continental United States. My toll-free number is 877-BOB-LIVE. Really easy to remember. 877-BOB-LIVE. For those of us that are alphabetically challenged, it is 877-262-5483. 83, so it's not an official the open phone Friday, but, I, well, it's Monday, and if, if you just want to talk, give me a call. Uh, the protests, I yeah, I have some things to say about the protests, whether they're uh, uh, positive, negative, whatever. We'll get to that in just a little bit. Uh, but let me, let me just say about the, the whole COVID-19 thing, uh, we have been told— Over and over and over again, here in Ohio, and I know you've been told the same thing in Florida, we've been told this all over the United States, if we remove the restrictions, the social distancing too fast, if we we get more than, closer than six feet to each other and we don't wear masks, if, if we, if we open up too quickly, we're going to have a spike, a surge. It's all going to come back, and we're all going to die. Haven't we been told that over and over and over again? Well, the uh, protests have defied all of that. Now, I know you in Tampa, you've had some pretty large protests. Here in Columbus, we had uh, either eight or nine straight nights of thousands of people gathering here in the state capital, Columbus. I mean, thousands. Now, a lot of them wore masks, but not six foot. Uh, no, 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 no. Mass gatherings, mass protests for hours and hours and hours, six, seven, eight, nine, ten hours protests going on. The exact recipe for total absolute disaster according to all the experts. Now, here's my statement, and then I'll move on. If we do not see a huge spike in the number of new cases, if we do not see a huge spike, and I mean huge, in transmission of the COVID-19 virus, then we all have a right to question much of what we've been told. That's all I'm saying. Question. We have a right to say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Uh, Almost none of the things that we were told would come to pass did. And I, I don't know about you folks there in Florida, but here in Ohio, um, All, and I do mean all of the models, all of the predictions that came out of our Department of Health here in Ohio, all of them were horribly wrong. Not even close. I mean, not even in the same universe. The predictions, the models, none of them were even close to being accurate. Now, bottom line we can rejoice that things are declining, things are coming back to normal. All of us can rejoice in that. 
So I'm not, you know, I'm not sour grapes. I'm just saying. There's just so much irony that um, it was okay for thousands and thousands and thousands of people to get into the streets to protest. And by the way, that's very American. Protests are a part of our American history. That's a part of our fabric is to protest peacefully. So I'm not complaining about peaceful protests. That Again, that's, that's very American. But what I'm saying is health officials, government officials said when they saw the thousands of people in the streets said, well, you know, okay, they're protesting. It's listen, listen, listen. Health officials, government officials said it's their constitutional right. And yeah, there are dangers with the COVID-19, but we cannot suppress their constitutional rights to free assembly, to protest. But when it came to churches, in many cases, All across America, in many states, in many individual cities, the constitutional rights of Christians to gather together and exercise their constitutional rights to free assembly and freedom of religion were trampled under feet. Isn't that interesting? I mean, I just find that bizarrely ironic that... Health government officials said if churches are allowed to get together and meet together, even with social distancing, it'll be disaster. And it's okay to set aside their constitutional rights for the health of the people. It's okay to do that, but not to protest. I think it is a strong indication of priorities of uh, much in our governments and in our health departments. Just food for thought. That's just that's all. I'm not trying to stir anything up. I'm just I'm just saying it's very ironic. All right. Hey, here is my telephone number if you want to get involved in the uh, conversation. 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. We'll continue. This church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at Let's Talk Faith.com. ACS Home Services is the Bay Area's most trusted heating and AC company. Integrity is their core belief. And you'll know for yourself within moments of meeting your technician. Right now, call 813-534-4117 and take advantage of a total system rejuvenation, including sanitizing ductwork, all for only $79. If you're not 100% satisfied, you don't pay. Learn more at acshomeservices.com or book today at 813-534-4117. 813-534-4117. 
This important message is for anyone experiencing financial hardship and owes back taxes to the IRS or has unfiled tax returns. Recent events have caused massive job layoffs and financially burdened millions. While tough times will go away, the IRS won't. At Community Tax, we're on top of evolving IRS collection policies that could make it easier to resolve tax problems and dramatically lower monthly payments. If you're facing a serious loss of income, you may qualify for IRS hardship programs that may lower your monthly payments or provide dramatic tax savings. For taxpayers who owe less than $250,000 and are in a payment arrangement with the IRS, new guidelines could lower your payments substantially. Community Tax has decades of experience helping taxpayers with IRS collections. So call our helpline today for your free consultation and learn what programs you qualify for. Call 800-500-5588. That's 800-500-5588. 800-500-5588. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and has been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Ronald Reagan and perhaps all of U.S. history. In For God and Country, Reed pushes back against left-wing evangelicals trying to shame Christians into turning against Trump revealing how liberals hope to reverse President Trump's pro-religious freedom policies, why President Trump is the most pro-Israel president in history, and why that should matter to all Christians in America. With first-hand personal and professional anecdotes from Dr. Reed's decades of work with President Trump, Forgotten Country is required reading in this election year, and for every conservative Christian. Forgotten Country, The Christian Case for Trump, the new book by Dr. Ralph Reed, published by Regnery, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. The joint supplements of today are sadly incomplete because they don't start relieving joint discomfort immediately until now. Introducing the complimentary two-week sample of fast-acting Instaflex, our most powerful joint formula ever. It can start relieving joint discomfort in just a few days. Claim your sample today. 1-800-451-3542. Great for your knees, hands, even your hips. Fast-acting Instaflex is available at GNC, but you can only get your complimentary two-week sample by calling 1-800-451-3542. 1-800-451-3542. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. How is it that what we used to call the liberal-leaning media have turned so decisively even further to the left? The Wall Street Journal recently published an important piece from Van Gordon Sauter, a former president of CBS News. The headline captures his point perfectly. The liberal-leaning media has passed its tipping point. He begins with an anecdote of his lunch 35 years ago with Jean Kirkpatrick, the foreign policy advisor to President Reagan, who was lamenting what she called the liberal-leaning media. Then Gordon Sauter then said that it was only a liberal tilt and could be corrected. You don't understand, said Gene Kirkpatrick. It's too late. Today, Sauter, one of the most prestigious of names in journalism, says Kirkpatrick was prophetic. His concern is that at some point the American people either will or have figured out that the elites of mainstream media don't much like them and don't much like their understanding of their country. ADF, fighting for those whose liberties are being violated. You love your dad, but what to get him for Father's Day? He hasn't worn a tie for weeks. And that number one dad t-shirt? Three years straight is a bit much. Instead, go to letstalkfaith.com and enter to win a cool thousand bucks for dad. Is it the most imaginative gift ever? Eh, no. 
but it will definitely be appreciated. Enter now to win a thousand bucks in our Father's Day sweepstakes at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley is taking a break today. Sitting in for Bill from our sister station in Columbus, Ohio, is our friend Bob Bernie. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. And again, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Welcome to our AM 880 and 104.5 friends and the Ohio area, and also to our Tampa friends, Faith Talk 570 and 910 in Tampa. We are simulcasting today. It's a thing of beauty. What a, what a privilege. Here is an update, uh, and this is, this is good news. Uh, you know, with the protests and the riots and so forth, the uh, mainstream media has pretty much ignored the terrible other tragedies. Now, what happened to George Floyd was a horrific tragedy, just horrific. And uh, the police officer responsible should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law, and I believe that he will, and the other three police officers should be held accountable as well. But what the mainstream media has pretty much ignored is that uh, through the the protests and the ensuing riots, 15 people have died as a result of the riots. 15 people have died, including some police officers. They've been killed. And yet that has been ignored. And it shouldn't be. One of the more uh, tragic instances is the uh, the story of David Dorn. I don't know whether you've heard this or not. I certainly hope you have. David Dorn was 77 years old, retired policeman. He spent uh, over 30 years with the St. Louis Police Department in St. Louis, Missouri. Later became the chief of police of a small Missouri town, had dedicated his, basically his entire life to uh, public service, being a police officer. By the way, Captain David Dorn was black. Well, in his retirement, he had a friend who had a pawn shop in uh, St. Louis, and he volunteered to do some security work for his friend. And he promised him when the burglar alarm went off, even if it was in the middle of the night, he would go and check it out, just because that's the kind of guy he was. Well, in the middle of the protest, which turned into riots in St. Louis, the uh, pawn shop was broken into, burglar alarm went off, uh, David Dorn, 77 years old, shows up to see what's going on, Looters have broken the windows. They're taking out TVs and so forth. And David Dorn is gunned down in cold blood in the street 
in front of the pawn shop. Gunned down in cold blood. Well, if there can be any good news out of it, the good news is they believe that they have found the young man who killed David Dorn. Stephen Cannon, 24 years old, from St. Louis, has been arrested and charged with first-degree murder in the shooting death of retired St. Louis Police Department Captain David Dorn. So uh, they have, they believe, found the murderer, and uh, he will be prosecuted. Uh, Did his life matter? George Floyd's life mattered. It does matter, still matters. No doubt about it. What about David Dorn? Any protests in his name? Thousands of people showing up at memorial services, broadcast live on TV. And by the way, I don't think that's wrong for George Floyd's Floyd's, uh, memorial services to be shown on TV. It is a tragedy that caught the attention of the nation. Am I complaining? No, not, not at all. But um, where is Al Sharpton memorializing David Dorn, 77 years old? Where? Nowhere. I've said this before, and I say it cautiously. I say it very carefully and cautiously. But in America today, all lives are not equal. It's not whether you die or not, or whether you have been killed or not. It's who kills you that makes your life matter. And again, I say that very cautiously, very carefully, and I say it, I hope, very compassionately. It depends on who you have been killed by, whether your life really matters or not. It's a sad but true reality. Pray for the family of uh, David Dorn. Fortunately, they believe his killer has been found. Justice for George Floyd, yes. Justice for David Dorn, absolutely. And the other 14 who have been killed. This is AM 880 WRFD and 104.5. If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement. Was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813-96-GLASS. 813 813-96- glass for Autoglass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. 
you're writing a Christian book and you want it published. You also know old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. Want your book in print and on Amazon? Make it happen. Take control and publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian Publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. ChristianPublishing.com. Publishing is fast, easy, and affordable with Zulon Press. A division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany says President Trump does not support defunding the police in any way, shape, or form. This is extraordinary. This is rolling back the protective layers that protect Americans in their homes and in their places of business. He's appalled by it, and it's remarkable to hear this coming from today's Democrat Party. Meanwhile, congressional Democrats unveiled legislation to overhaul police accountability. Their package in response to mass protests nationwide over the death of George Floyd. California Congresswoman Karen Bass, the Congressional Black Caucus Chair, says the bill would bring transformative change to policing. A profession where you have the power to kill should be a profession that requires highly trained officers who are accountable to the public. McEnany says the White House has not yet reviewed the Democratic proposal for police reform. A judge setting a $1 million bail for a Minneapolis police officer charged with second-degree murder in George Floyd's death. Derek Chauvin said almost nothing during an 11-minute hearing in which he appeared on closed-circuit television from the state's maximum security prison in Oak Park Heights. Also at SRNNews.com, GOP senators sticking by President Trump by and large, despite efforts by Democrats to divide the party. With an election just months away, Republicans stand to lose their small majority in the Senate if things go poorly. A lot will hinge on how successfully Democrats blame the president for the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic and the racial tension sweeping the country. Some perennial GOP Trump critics have already put more distance between themselves and the White House. Alaska's Lisa Murkowski and Utah Senator Mitt Romney leading the way. Senator Lindsey Graham calls blaming the president for the nation's problems both fashionable and incorrect. Bob Agnew reporting. The Dow had 407 points ahead of the closing bell. The Nasdaq up 96. This is SRN News. With all that's going on right now, the last thing you want to do is add to your stress. But credit card debt does that, doesn't it? Even though these are hard times and credit card debt can add up, you don't have to tackle it alone. Nonprofit Trinity Debt Management can help. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees, and drastically reduce your interest. You'll pay thousands less than you originally owed. It's not a loan. It's a way to become debt-free and possibly improve your credit score. So call Trinity and talk to a certified counselor. They'll explain their proven program to you with no pressure, just practical solutions and hope for tomorrow. Take away this added stress today and be there for your family. If you're ready to pay off credit cards in less time for less money, then pick up the phone and call for a free no-obligation debt analysis and become debt-free for keeps. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Call 1-800-936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496.
Some surprising findings about what Americans believe about Democrats. A poll from Religion in Public indicates that 29% of the general population thinks that Christians will lose their religious freedom if the Democratic Party takes control of the federal government. Nearly one in four say a Democratic president is likely to ban the Bible. And 28% of Americans say if a Democrat wins the White House in November, he will force all people to pay for abortions. Michael Harrington, SRN News. An annual human rights report released this week gives Pakistan a failing grade. Charging too little is being done to protect the country's most vulnerable, including Christians, women, and children. This report by the Independent Pakistan Human Rights Commission lays out a litany of human rights failings, including the continued use of a blasphemy law that carries the death penalty to intimidate and settle scores. This is SRN News. Israel scales back its coronavirus reopening. We have the latest from the Media Line's Lawrence Rifkin. Israel has decided to slow down the easing of coronavirus restrictions in light of a spike in new cases. Following a special cabinet meeting Monday, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said we've decided to pull the emergency break. An apt metaphor as one of the outcomes is a further delay in the resumption of passenger trains. Also affected are plays, concerts, and other cultural events, which were set to resume next week. The spike in new infections is primarily in the country's schools, which reopened last month. Over 100 schools or daycare centers have shut their doors again. No restrictions will be reinstated, although authorities are being told to crack down on scoff laws, ignoring social distancing. I'm Lawrence Rifkin, SRN News, Jerusalem. More details at TheMediaLine.org and SRNNews.com. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. This is Hugh Hewitt for Town Hall Review. If you're like me, you want more than just facts. You want insight from people you trust. People like Dennis Prager, Michael Bedved, Larry Elder, Mike Gallagher, and of course me. Your host each week on the Town Hall Review, a weekly roundup of the news. Tune in each week and visit our website at townhallreview.com. That's townhallreview.com. The Town Hall Weekend Review, Sunday mornings at 4 and again Sunday night at 10 on Faith Talk 570 and AM 910 WTBN. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley is taking a break today. Sitting in for Bill from our sister station in Columbus, Ohio, is our friend Bob Bernie. This is Bob Bernie Live. Welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Whether you're listening in Columbus, Ohio on AM 880 and 104.5 FM or... Whether you're listening on Faith Talk 570 and 910 in Tampa, Florida. If you were not listening earlier, those of you who would expect Bill Bunkley's voice, my uh, dear friend, 
Well, he took kind of a nasty fall over the weekend, uh, banged up his knee, and he's getting it checked out as well he should, and uh, all of us are hoping that he will be able to return tomorrow. Certainly hope so, but uh, in the interim, my name is Bob Bernie. I host Bob Bernie Live in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, today we are simulcasting in Columbus, Ohio and in Tampa, Florida. And if you would like to be a part of the conversation, please give me a call. Our toll-free number works anywhere in the continental United States, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. I uh, I want to proceed very cautiously, very, very carefully, because we are dealing with some extremely inflammatory issues in America today. Uh, the whole COVID-19 thing and the response by government, whether it's local government, state government, or federal government. A lot of controversy about it. And then, of course, we have the uh, the protests. And unfortunately, some riots and looting. And as I mentioned before the break, um, I think we should all mourn the death of George Floyd. It was a horrific thing, unjustified, unwarranted, and the police officer should be and will be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. But as I said before the break, sadly, tragically, 15 other people have died across the country. Uh, Some police officers, other civilians, have died during or as a result of the uh, the rioting, the looting, and uh, and so forth. We find America deeply, deeply divided right now, and I want to just issue caution. Okay, I just want to issue caution. First and foremost, those of us who follow Jesus Christ, those of us who are followers of Jesus, who love God's word. Folks, listen, the real answer is the gospel. That's the real answer. Jesus died for all people, all colors of skin, all ethnicities. Something that I have said for years and years is the ground is level at the cross. Everybody comes to Jesus the same way, regardless of the color of your skin or your background or your ethnicity or your education. Everybody comes to Jesus the same way, black, white, red, yellow, poor, rich. We all come to Jesus as lost sinners in desperate, desperate need of salvation and repentance. So the great equalizer is the gospel. And the one group of people that should never, ever tolerate bigotry, discrimination, and certainly not racism, are the followers of Jesus. If there's any one group of people who should never, ever tolerate any kind of prejudice or bigotry, 
It ought to be the followers of Jesus. And we should be an example to the rest of the world that we are brothers and sisters in Christ. And that's one of the one of the great privileges that I've had. I have been, and I, I've got to count it up, it's either 32 or 33 different countries that I've been able to minister in. And here's the, the thing that has overwhelmed me more than anything else in those travels, those times of ministry over the last almost 50 years, I have uh, met with sweet people in the middle of the jungle, and I mean out in the jungle in a grass hut, walls made out of dung, yeah, dung, with a pit in the middle of the floor where all of the uh, cooking was done, people whose culture could not have been more different than my own, color of their skin was different, their language was different, their... Their uh, habits were different, and yet we were brothers and sisters. We had fellowship together. I've been in the jungles of Ecuador, in a village untouched by time, no electricity, in a village where they had only seen one group of white people before we hiked in. We had to hike way deep into the jungle in Ecuador. And we gathered together and had a meal of wild boar that was killed just for us. (laughs) And a bunch of bugs that were uh, uh, cooked in a very creative way. You talk about a difference in culture. And yet, we were one in Christ. Now... Let me, you know, I'm coming up on a break. So let me let me just say this. We who are followers of Christ should be an example to everyone around us of what real love is and compassion and, and real acceptance. But but may I say this coming up to the break? We have got to avoid the broad generalizations that are meant to divide us. Now, I just said that we as followers of Christ should be united together. But not everybody has that desire. There are many forces who live and breathe just to divide us because that's how they keep power. They don't get power through unity. They get power through division. The liberal left in America, the liberal progressive left in America, thrives on division. And in order to either gain or regain political power, they will use Every opportunity possible to divide us racially, economically. And in doing so, they use broad generalizations. If you're a cop, you're bad. If you're a cop, you're power hungry. 
And if you're a white cop, just because you are a white cop, you live to hunt down innocent young black men and murder them in cold blood. That is such a lie. Are there bad white cops? Yeah, of course there are. But just because you're a white cop does not mean you're bad, evil, and you're, you're trying to find innocent black people to, to kill. That is an evil generalization designed to divide us and foment fear and anger and division. And then the other one is, if you're white, you're a racist. Just admit it. It's just part of being white. If you're white, you're, well, you're racist. If you don't admit it, then you're in, in denial. Are there white racists? Oh, yes, they are. And should they be exposed and condemned? Oh, yes, they should. But don't allow the liberal progressive left to sow their seeds of discord and hatred and anger to divide us. Don't let them do it. All right, I got to take a break. In fact, I am a little over time. You're listening to Bob Bernie Live, and uh, my number is 877 Bob Live. And uh, to the listener in Clearwater, Florida, who wanted to talk about local elections, I, uh, I apologize. If you want to call back, I'll try to get you on the air soon. All right. Got a phone line for you, 877 Bob Live, 877 262 5483. Carl here for my friends at Moss Nissan. You know, while the factories were slowing production and many dealerships were running out of cars to sell, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on an inventory buying spree so you don't have to settle. Now, with over a thousand new and pre owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has a vehicle for everyone's budget. Before you buy that Nissan or Acura elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want, the other guys might not. Their goal is to never lose your business over price. With many favorable finance programs, including 0% loans with approved credit, Moss Nissan Crystal River just received the prestigious Award of Excellence from Nissan. Great job, guys. And if you're searching for a new, improved service experience, Moss Service Departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Acura are the home of You Serve, You Save, which now applies to pastors and church workers in addition to vets, first responders, and active military. Locations in Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue. Or go to mossacura.com and mossnissan.com. You've already been lied to. You've already paid a ton of money to someone who did lie to you. And it's hard to come to someone like me and say, Ariel, I trust that you're going to do what's right for me. This is Chuck McDowell, founder and CEO of Wesley Financial Group, the timeshare cancellation expert. We're not just here to cancel your timeshare completely. We're here to provide you with the best customer service of your life. I deal with clients from all walks of life. I actually have a client right now who is an attorney. I have doctors. They were still taken advantage of. And it's not just the mom and pop. It's everybody faces this. They've been lied to. They are nervous. They're scared. But we're going to get you out of this. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. My name is Ariel. I'm a resolution specialist at Wesley Financial Group. Call now for your free timeshare cancellation kit. 800-619-3377. 800-619-3377. Life is full of bittersweet transitions. It's difficult to know how these changes will impact us over time. 
For some people, difficult transitions like retirement, divorce, or loss of a loved one can hit harder than expected and may contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who served our country. Guys like me. That's why support from friends and family makes such a big difference. Every day, your actions could help save a life. Together, we got this. Learn how you can help save a life at VeteransCrisisLine.net. Thanks, Julie. And coming up next, is there rain in your weekend forecast? We'll find... Hey. Hi. It's been a while. Great place and nice neighborhood. You must have a strong community association board. Thanks. I guess so, but I don't pay any attention to that stuff. Seriously? How do you know for sure the board and community manager are making the right decisions to protect your investment? I don't, but what am I supposed to do? You can get involved and connect with CAI. CA what? CAI, Community Associations Institute, they're a nonprofit group that has helped us build a great community. They have free resources for your association board, professional training for community managers, and helpful information for homeowners. Thanks. I'll definitely do that. Is the time and investment you have made in your home and community protected? Be a smart homeowner and visit CAI at ResponsibleCommunities.com. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at DoIHavePreDiabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work, (laughs) I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley is taking a break today. Sitting in for Bill from our sister station in Columbus, Ohio, is our friend Bob Burney. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. A recurring theme on my program. Again, by the way, welcome to Bob Bernie Live here in Columbus, Ohio, but also uh, in the Tampa, Florida listening area. Welcome. My telephone number, 877 Bob Live. 877-262-5483. A recurring theme on my program, and I'm sure with Bill Bunkley as well, is the importance of a, of a biblical worldview. It is absolutely essential 
that we interpret the events around us, the news locally, nationally, internationally, that we interpret all of the news around us in light of a biblical worldview. And let me just summarize. There are probably a dozen different worldviews, but there are two predominant worldviews. One is a secular humanist worldview. Now, I say it's a secular humanist worldview, and that's true. However, the secular humanist worldview is held by many people who claim to be Christians, and it is the predominant worldview in most of our Protestant, mainline Protestant Christian denominations. They may be Christian in name, but they operate on a secular humanist worldview. All right, secular humanist worldview begins with the goodness of man. All right, if you want to put a uh, a Christian spin on it, you say, well, everybody is created in the image of God. And because we are created in the image of God, everybody is inherently good. Everybody has a spark of divinity within them. They have a little bit of God in them because they have been created in the image of God, and all they need is a little bit of encouragement. It's all they need. There are no such thing as bad people, only people who have been in bad circumstances, who have not had an opportunity to flourish. And so, therefore, if we encourage them, if we, mm, yeah, if we give them more money and we give them more opportunities, they will not be bad. They will be good because that is their nature. Now, here's the problem with that it's thoroughly unbiblical. Were we created in the image of God? Oh, yes, we were. Did Adam and Eve fall? Yes. Was the image of God marred when they sinned? Oh, yes. And a curse fell upon the human race. And man now is inherently bad. We are a fallen race, a fallen people in desperate need of redemption. And therefore, man left totally alone will not get better, he will get worse. We see it from early childhood. I have never, ever known of a parent who sat their young child down and said, well, little Johnny, I'm going to teach you today how to lie, cheat, and steal. And yet what human being has not at one time or another lied, cheated, or stolen in one way or another? Children have to be trained. They have to be disciplined. They have to be taught right from wrong. They have to be taught that there are consequences to bad behavior. Why? Because of their nature. Now, why do I bring that up? Because the liberal progressive left in America operates on the secular humanistic worldview. Can I give you an example? Here's a headline from today's New York Times. Majority of the Minneapolis City Council pledges to dismantle the police department. Nine members, a veto-proof majority of the Minneapolis City Council, pledged on Sunday to dismantle the city's police department promising to create a new system of public safety in a city where law enforcement has long been accused of racism. And by the way, 
How many years has Minneapolis been under the control of the liberal left? How many mayors have been up for election and promised to the minority communities, elect me, I'm going to straighten it out. Elect me, I'm going to end racism. Elect me, we will have justice for the poor. Elect me, and we will have justice for black people. Elect me. How, how, many, how many years, how many terms has the city of Minneapolis been under the control of a liberal leftist? Anyway. They actually believe that the problem is not crime or the depravity of man. The problem is the police. Now, I would imagine the uh, Minneapolis Police Department needs deep reform. They've had problems for years. I am not denying that whatsoever. But the far, far liberal leftist honestly believes We just need to encourage people. We just need to give them opportunities. And if we we just got rid of the police, everything is going to be fine. It is going to be fascinating and, I fear, tragic to watch what happens. You see, a biblical worldview demands justice. There's no doubt about that. But a biblical worldview acknowledges that man is inherently evil. And that's why we need police, unfortunately. And, of course, that's why the gospel is so important. The answer is not to lock everybody up, that's for sure. But because of man's sinful nature, a police force... Armies are essential. The secular humanist worldview never ends well. It never ends well. I am uh, praying for the people of Minneapolis. And I pray that they do not suffer from the consequences of uh, misguided liberal leftists with a uh, utopian worldview that is simply not true. All right, hey, I'd love to hear from you. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A Minneapolis police officer charged with second-degree murder in George Floyd's death will remain in custody on $1 million bond. Derek Chauvin said almost nothing during an 11-minute hearing in which he appeared on closed-circuit TV. Hundreds of mourners lining up outside a church in George Floyd's native Houston for a final public viewing. Floyd's funeral will be Tuesday, followed by burial at the Houston Memorial Garden Cemetery in suburban Pearland. 
Tropical storm Cristobal could soon renew its strength by merging with another storm system to form a large cyclone. After drenching much of the south, forecasters now expect the storm to bring fierce winds and heavy rain to much of the Midwest. Stocks closing higher on Wall Street. The Dow gained 461 points today. The Nasdaq up 110. The S&P picked up 38. This is SRN News. You love your dad, but what to get him for Father's Day? He hasn't worn a tie for weeks. And that number one dad t-shirt? Three years straight is a bit much. Instead, go to letstalkfaith.com and enter to win a cool thousand bucks for dad. Is it the most imaginative gift ever? Eh, no, but it will definitely be appreciated. Enter now to win a thousand bucks in our Father's Day sweepstakes at letstalkfaith.com. If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement, was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 81396glass 81396glass for Autoglass America tell them Mike Gallagher sent you Hey are you guys open Yeah yeah we are come on in As businesses reopen across the nation is your business prepared for what comes next Salem Surround can help COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt but now local businesses are getting back to normal Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent up consumer demand Contact Salem Surround Learn more at surroundtampa.com surroundtampa.com connecting you with new customers Bill Bunkley with something to think about. The COVID-19 pandemic has ravaged the U.S. economy. Locally, JCPenney is the latest retailer to announce store closing. Employment got hit hard. Sadly, many ex-workers have taken unfair advantage of unemployment dollars, racking in more via unemployment than they earned on their jobs. Employers say that employees are not coming back to work because they make more money off unemployment. Don't be a part of the unemployment problem be a part of the solution if a job is waiting. Second Thessalonians 3.10 says, If anyone is not willing to work, they shall not eat. If you are non-disabled and have a job waiting, get back to work. Don't defraud our country by collecting unnecessary unemployment. America works when we all are productive citizens, and we're all in this together. I'm Bill Bunkley. Catch my show weekdays at 3. Get the latest local in Florida updates by following us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Fate Talk Tampa. Thank you for the amazing job you've done in moving my first book forward in the publishing process. Ludie Cotton Darnell's book, Ashley, Alex, and the Mystery Twins, was published with Zulon Press. This is an exciting time for me. Have you got a book for a Christian audience? Want to control the publishing process? Your free publishing guide is at ChristianPublishing.com. I thank the Lord that Zulon Press has made it possible. Visit Zulon Press for your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. For some people, 
Difficult transitions like retirement, divorce, or loss of a loved one may contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who served our country. Guys like me. Support from friends and family makes such a big difference. Every day, your actions could help save a life. Learn how you can help at VeteransCrisisLine.net. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley is taking a break today. Sitting in for Bill from our sister station in Columbus, Ohio, is our friend Bob Bird. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Bob Bernie Live. And welcome again to Bob Bernie Live on AM 880, 104.5 FM in Columbus. And also on Faith Talk 570 and 910 in Tampa, Florida. Welcome, and thank you for joining me. Here is my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. And I just, I just want to mention something very quickly. I said earlier in the program uh, that there has not been a spike in relation to the protests Here in Ohio or Florida or anywhere else around the country, and if we don't see a huge spike, then we have reason to question everything that we have been told. Well, I want to make it clear. There has been a spike in the last three or four days in Florida, and those of you that live in Florida are probably aware of that. There has been a spike. However, no one yet has attributed the spike to the protest because it's too soon. The incubation period is usually anywhere from one week to 14 days. And uh, so no one is attributing the spike in Florida uh, to the protests. And that was the point that I was that I was trying to make. The uh, spike is predominantly due to increase in testing, the increased number of testing. Uh, When Ohio increased their testing dramatically, we began to see a small spike uh, in the number of cases. The more people you test, the more cases you're going to find. But uh, nothing yet. And again, I said we could. We could see a huge spike as a result of the protests. We could. If we don't, then we should be questioning everything we've been told. And that, that's my point. Hey, uh, my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. And that's the number that Gene in Columbus has called. Hi, Gene, welcome. Thanks for calling. You're on Bob Ernie Live. Hello, Gene. Hello. Hi, this how are Gene. you? This is Gene, okay? It is. Welcome, Gene. Yes. yes. I uh, received in the mail today, I kind of put a little bit of money to support a uh, Indian school in Chamberlain, uh, South Dakota. Mm-hmm. And I got a, uh, you know, how they send out things kind of to get you to send more money. Yeah. But this is a quotation from Sitting Bull, and I was thinking about the protests and, and all of this 
that's going on. And Sitting Bull made this statement, let us put our minds together to see what life can make for our children. Hmm. In other words, talk to each other. By the way, his own people uh, killed him because they uh, he, they thought he talked too much. <laughs> well, we certainly do need to be talking to each other and not shouting yeah. at each other and assuming uh, anybody that because of the color of your skin, you're either good or bad simply by the color of your skin. Mm-hmm. We should, we got to, we've got to stop that. Uh, you know, if, 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 if you're a black young man, that doesn't mean you're a criminal. If you're a white adult, that doesn't mean you're a racist. And we've got to get beyond these generalizations that are being used by both sides. And as I said, the liberal left thrives on division, strife, fear, hysteria. Hey, Gene, thanks. Appreciate the comment and the, uh, I think that's the first quote from Sitting Bull I've had on this program. Yeah, that's right. All right. Thanks, Gene. Appreciate it. Thank you for calling. <laughs> I don't, like I said, I don't think I've had a quote from Sitting Bull on this program. Um, I say this so often, and I'm sure that my listeners get tired of me saying it, but the liberal left does not deal with facts and truth. They deal with hysteria, emotion, and paranoia. Uh, I'm not going to go into all of the details. I've got all the statistics here on about six sheets of paper, research, and uh, there, there is no epidemic of racist police shootings in America. Is that a problem? Yes. Is it an epidemic? No. Is it a growing problem? Uh, no. And here is something that I hope you'll I hope you'll think about. The whole thing of cause and effect. Okay, the whole thing of cause and effect. The reason we have police is because we have crime. We have people who want to do bad things, evil things. And and as I said before, that's part of human nature, sadly, unfortunately, but it's true. So the reason we have law enforcement, the reason we have laws is because laws are intended to restrain that fallen nature. That's why laws are necessary. So when we deal with this whole thing of cause and effect, often the effect gets all of the attention when much more attention should go to the cause. And here, here is, a, here is a, a sad reality. There are more shootings in communities with higher crime. That's, and again, that's a fact of life. The more crime, the more shootings. By, by, by innocent, by, not by innocent people, by civilians, but also by police. The higher the crime rate, the more shootings. It also follows that in communities with higher crime rates, you will have more police shootings. Sadly, 
tragically, and it should not be this way, but the minority communities have higher crime rates. So, if there are inequities among the police, they need to be dealt with. If there is racism in the police department, it should be dealt with, and it should be dealt with severely. There is no place for racism anywhere, but particularly in police departments. But when was the last time in the last two weeks that anyone has said anything about the cause of crime? The breakdown of the family. Sadly, in our minority communities, the family has disintegrated. It is a tragic, sad reality that 70% of children born in the black community have no father, no male influence in their life whatsoever. When we deal with the effect we of necessity must also deal with the cause. There should be a complete examination of policing in America. I am absolutely certain we need police reform in many areas, in many cities, in in many communities. I'm certain of that. But where is the emphasis? Where, in, where is the emphasis in the mainstream media of the breakdown of the family, which is the root cause of so much violence? No father to train, to love, to be an example. Children abandoned by their fathers, rejected by their fathers. Where is the emphasis on that? It's sadly forgotten and sadly neglected in so many cases. Let's uh, let's root out police brutality. Let's expose it, condemn it, reform it. But let's expose the cause for much of the violence that requires the increased police presence. I think we can do both. We must do both. Pardon me for being repetitious, but we cannot, we cannot allow the liberal progressive left to continue to divide us racially economically or in any other way. All right, we'll return. You love your dad, but what to get him for Father's Day? He hasn't worn a tie for weeks. And that number one dad t-shirt? Three years straight is a bit much. Instead, go to letstalkfaith.com and enter to win a cool thousand bucks for dad. Is it the most imaginative gift ever? Eh, no. But it will definitely be appreciated. 
Enter now to win a thousand bucks in our Father's Day sweepstakes at letstalkfaith.com. You know, it's true. Difficult times have a way of focusing us. We have to think about what matters most when it comes to our spending, our health care. No doubt. This is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. MediShare is a trusted way to save up to 50% on your monthly health care costs. More than 400,000 people have already made the switch. It's pretty obvious why, too, especially now during this challenging season with health care costs and out-of-pocket expenses going up. MediShare can save you a lot of money. The typical family saves $500 a month. And MediShare is a Christian health care sharing ministry that's worked beautifully for 27 years. There are different options to choose from to fit your budget. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Maybe now is the perfect time to make the switch and start saving. Here you go. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Parents don't want perfect children. They want real, authentic children. So when a child makes a mistake, even when it comes to prayer, don't stumble. When your child makes a mistake, offer grace. Dr. David Ireland shares a humorous example on Focus on the Family Minute. In our children's church, before the class starts, the teacher would invariably ask the children to pray. And I remember one of the teachers told me that in this five-year-old class, they asked uh, little Jimmy to pray, and he deepened his voice before he prayed, like a baritone voice, and he's five, <laughs> he's five years old. <laughs> Somehow he thinks the prayer requires that. And, and, and then afterwards, Sally prayed, and when Sally prayed, she said, God, and she sp- prayed specifically, God, bless my mom and meet her needs, and then bless Elmo and Big Bird. And so <laughs> right. she, she went into Sesame characters. And I think God has enough wisdom to be able to bifurcate the childishness of children, but yet also accept their prayers. God can hear even silliness in prayer. More from Dr. Ireland at FamilyMinute.org. Thank you for making my dream a reality and publishing my very first book. Karen Notner is author of Is Jesus Your Pearl? You encouraged me, you laughed with me, and you held my hand through the entire process. Karen's publisher is Zulon Press. Do you dream about publishing? Make the dream real with America's fastest-growing Christian book publisher. Your free publishing guide is waiting at ChristianPublishing.com. Thank you so much to all the wonderful professionals at Zulon Press. Visit Zulon Press at ChristianPublishing.com. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. If my sin causes me to feel drained and heavy and weary and weighted down, what do you think Jesus felt when the Father placed upon him all the guilt, all the condemnation, all the burden of sin for the entire world, past, present, and future. There is absolutely no human way to evaluate what happened to Jesus in those moments when he was on the cross and suffered the penalty of the burden of sin upon the whole world. Jesus said, I bore that penalty and that weight for you because I For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at InTouch.org. 
Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at Let's Talk Faith.com. Don't let debt keep you down. Protect your career, your family, and your financial future with help from NFCC, a financial advocate who understands the money issues faced by current and former military members. Schedule a confidential financial review with an objective nonprofit NFCC financial counselor. Call us today at 877-404-6322 or visit us at nfcc.org slash military. You owe it to yourself. Get relief now. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley is taking a break today. Sitting in for Bill from our sister station in Columbus, Ohio, is our friend Bob Burney. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. so much bad news bad news bad news how about a little how about a little good news every once in a while the while the little guy prevails i mean every once in a while the good guy actually prevails are you familiar with the name carl mankey i hope you are if you're not familiar with him you you need to get acquainted Carl Mankey is the 77-year-old barber in Michigan. And uh, here in Columbus, Ohio, it's very hard for me to even say that word, the uh, state up north. But uh, for the sake of this story, I'll even say Michigan. Uh, He is the 77-year-old barber up in Michigan who said to the governor... Uh, I have a constitutional right to work. I'll follow all the social distancing stuff. I'll wear a mask. I'll do all of that. But, I, hey, I'm 77 years old. I need to cut hair. I need to work. I've got people who need me. And I honestly believe your stay-at-home order given by the governor, Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan, he said, I really believe it's unconstitutional. And uh, I'm I'm just I'm just I'm just going to cut hair. He didn't make a big deal out of it, you know. But he just said I I'm going to do what I need to do, and so he cut hair, and it caught the attention of the media. Of course, a large group of people gathered around the barber shop in his support. Well, the governor of Michigan said. I'll show you. I'm going to instruct the health department to yank your license. That'll teach you. So Governor Gretchen Whitmer ordered the Department of Health in Michigan to yank the license from this 77-year-old barber. To which Carl Mankey said, "I, I don't need a license. 
All I need is uh, my my scissors and my razor, and uh, I'm I'm gonna keep cutting hair. In fact, in fact, he said I'm gonna I'm gonna cut hair till Jesus comes. <laughs> well, the little guy, and this is if you've seen it, he is in Owasso, Michigan. His barbershop is a tiny little place, and he took it to the state supreme court. He takes on the governor. One little barber, 77 years old, decides to take on the entire state of Michigan, the health department, and Governor Gretchen Whitmer herself. So it wound really quickly through the courts, made its way to the Michigan Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court of Michigan ruled Seven to zero in favor of the barber. Yeah, the little guy won. Seven to zip stood by the barber and in opposition to the state of Michigan and the the governor. Just before the uh, the court handed down the decision, a reporter said to the guy, said, uh, how long are you going to cut hair? And he said, either Jesus comes, they cut my hands off, or she resigns, one or the other. So um, anyway, the Supreme Court in the state of Michigan has ruled seven to zip in favor of the barber. Like I said, sometimes the little guy, the good guy, actually wins. I I don't know about you. I, I love that story. I really do. And then here is an update from my listeners. I'm not sure whether you folks in Florida have been following this or not, but uh, the National Health Service in England, the NHS, their uh, government health care system, which is what a lot of people in America want, they look at the English system and says, oh, if we could only have that. Well, the National Health Service in England has been providing uh, services to transgender children. All right? Transgender children. Little boys, little girls who think they're supposed to be the opposite sex, believe that they're trapped in the wrong body and so forth. Well, there have been a couple of lawsuits charging the National Health Service with abuse of children. And I agree. There is no scientific evidence that transgenderism actually exists. Gender dysphoria, gender confusion, yes. And is treated with counseling, not hormones, drugs, and surgery. Well, because of the attention, the National Health Service in England has been forced to update its policy on puberty blockers. Until now, the National Health Service has been telling parents and children that these experimental drugs, these hormones, are, quote, fully reversible. Now, there's no scientific evidence of that. In fact, there's a great deal of scientific evidence in the other direction that it's very harmful, and it is not reversible. Well, 
the National Health Service in England has been forced to remove that fully reversible and admit these drugs can be dangerous. Here's the sad thing. For several years, the National Health Service in England has been experimenting on children. Not animals, not dogs, cats, mice, rats. They have been experimenting on children in the name of transgenderism. And they've been caught and have had to change their policy. Hmm. Needs to happen here in America. All right, we'll return. Carl here for my friends at Moss Nissan. You know, while the factories were slowing production and many dealerships were running out of cars to sell, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on an inventory buying spree so you don't have to settle. Now with over a 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has a vehicle for everyone's budget. Now, before you buy that Nissan or Acura elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want, the other guys might not. Their goal is to never lose your business over price. With many favorable finance programs, including 0% loans with approved credit, Moss Nissan Crystal River just received the prestigious Award of Excellence from Nissan. Great job, guys. And if you're searching for a new, improved service experience, Moss Service Departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Acura are the home of You Serve, You Save, which now applies to pastors and church workers in addition to vets, first responders, and active military. Locations in Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue. Or go to mossacura.com and mossnissan.com. One of the best ways to keep your laptop from getting lost or stolen is to treat it like cash. For more tips on securing your computer, visit onguardonline.gov. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. A million-dollar bail has been confirmed for the former Minneapolis police officer charged with second-degree murder in George Floyd's death. Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin said almost nothing during an 11-minute hearing. He appeared before a Hennepin County judge on closed-circuit television from Minnesota's maximum security prison in Oak Park Heights. A judge had raised his bond from half a million to one million when the second-degree murder charge was added on Wednesday. Chauvin's attorney, Eric Nelson, didn't contest the increased bail and didn't address the substance of the charges. George Floyd, a handcuffed black man, died May 25th after Chauvin, a white police officer, pressed his knee into Floyd's neck for several minutes, even after Floyd stopped moving and pleading for air. Chauvin's next appearance was scheduled for June 29th. I'm Jennifer King. At the summit at the White House on police reform, Attorney General William Barr says there is a willingness by law enforcement leaders to set standards for clarity and guidance on the use of force. Making sure the standards are out there, making sure they are trained, and and making sure they are adhered to. Barr says this must happen. It's now uh, incumbent on us to bring good out of bad, and we can do it. And the commitment is there in law enforcement to do it, so let's get it done. The U.S. economy entered a recession in February as the coronavirus struck the nation. A group of economists declared Monday, ending the longest expansion on record. The economists said that employment, income, and spending peaked in February and then fell sharply afterwards as the viral outbreak shut down businesses across the country, marking the start of the downturn after nearly 11 full years of economic growth. The report didn't bother Wall Street as stocks closed higher, notching a record high close for the Nasdaq and extending a market rally into a fourth week. The Dow was up by 461 points. The Nasdaq rose 110. The S&P advanced 38. This 
is SRN News. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. I was finishing undergrad and got credit cards because I couldn't work full-time. So that started the credit card journey for me. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496. And then when I got married, we combined our credit card debt, and it became impossible to pay off on our own. At that point, I was like, I don't know where to turn. And then I found... Trinity. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. I initially was scared to call, and immediately I felt relief. I mean, in a matter of three years, we've already paid down $20,000 in credit card debt, which is huge. Call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496. The Trump administration is monitoring a growing property dispute between the Serbian Orthodox Church and the government of Montenegro. I've worked with both Serbian and Montenegrin leadership on this topic. This is a very touchy and dicey issue in that region. Sam Brownback is U.S. Ambassador-at-Large for International Religious Freedom. We're working closely with uh, leadership in both groups and with the Serbian Orthodox Church, which is the one that's most concerned about issues on property rights of property in Montenegro. Religious disputes have sometimes turned violent in the Balkans. A prominent liberals in a battle with LGBT activists, Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling is facing hefty backlash after she posted a series of tweets critical of transgenderism. Rowling, who is a feminist, says if sex isn't real, the lived reality of women globally is erased. Erasing the concept of sex removes the ability of many to meaningfully discuss their lives. This is SRN News. Russia has given its backing to an Egyptian peace initiative aimed at ending the fighting in Libya. Over the weekend, Egypt set out a plan calling for a ceasefire and talks between Libya's warring parties. Now Russia has endorsed this initiative, saying negotiations are long overdue. Both Russia and Egypt are allied with the Libyan warlord General Khalifa Haftar. He had hoped to capture the capital, Tripoli, and rule over the whole country. But in recent days, the general's plans have been wrecked. He suffered a string of defeats at the hands of Libya's UN-backed government, which has had significant military help from Turkey. The BBC's Alan Johnston. Britain began imposing a quarantine today on all travellers into the country in a bid to halt the further spread of COVID-19. The measure came months after many European countries imposed similar controls. More details at srnnews.com. I'm Keith Peters in Washington. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement. Was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind 
kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. For Autoglass America, tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley is taking a break today. Sitting in for Bill from our sister station in Columbus, Ohio, is our friend Bob Byrne. Welcome to Bob Live. Thank you for joining me here in Columbus, Ohio on AM 880 and 104.5 FM and... On Faith Talk 570 and 910 in Tampa, Florida. Thank you for joining me. It is such a privilege to uh, host my program here in Columbus and to fill in for Bill Bunkley. If you just tuned in, uh, Bill took a little nasty fall over the weekend and uh, did some damage to his knees getting it checked out. We're hoping it's nothing serious and Certainly hoping that um, he'll be back on the air with you there in Tampa tomorrow. But today, today I have the privilege of uh, simulcasting here in Columbus and in Tampa, Florida. So uh, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Here is one of the more bizarre stories I have seen in a long time, but it is... uh, It is proof that, and listen to me carefully, the perversion of worship is nothing new. Yeah, the the perversion of worship of God is nothing new. let Let me share the story with you, and then I will elaborate. Here is the headline out of Israel. Ancient Israelite cannabis altar points to King Ahaz's worship. Say what? Cannabis, pot, marijuana, weed. Yeah, this is absolutely bizarre. Here's the beginning of the story. Let me just read just a little bit to you. Scientists have discovered a 27-year-old remains of cannabis on a tel arid incense altar paralleling pardon me paralleling details of the reign of king ahaz say say what yeah yeah now here's the story uh this discovery was several years ago in fact it's been quite some time ago that uh this uh temple a jewish temple was found at Tel Arad, or Arad. And uh, it was discovered back in the 1960s. And during the excavations back in the 1960s, archaeologists uncovered the Holy of Holies room in this temple. All right, now there's, there's a problem here. There's a problem. The Jews never had more than one temple that was ordained by God, sanctified by God. There was one in Jerusalem. There were synagogues, 
Jesus taught in many synagogues, but there was only one temple. The temple was only in Jerusalem, was always in Jerusalem, and any other temple was a false temple. Now, sadly, as the nation of Israel often did, they departed from the worship of the true God. They, they departed from God. And uh, they would uh, pervert worship. So, in spite of the clear command from God not to do so, they built temples in other locations. And uh, sometimes these were called the high places. And not only was there worship of God, there was worship of other gods, And that's why when occasionally the nation of Israel would have a good king like Josiah or Hezekiah, and a revival would occur, the high places would be torn down, these false temples would be torn down, the the groves that were dedicated to false gods would be torn down, the altars to the false, false gods would be torn down, and so forth. So, That's kind of the history of of Israel. Well, they found, again, this was back in the 1960s. They found one of these false temples, and it had a holy of holies. Now, please remember, in biblical times, that was only in Jerusalem. Solomon's temple and later Herod's temple. So they found two altars, one a tall altar, one a shorter altar, where something was burned. Well, they immediately discovered, even back in the 60s, that one of the altars, which was the larger one, had evidence of frankincense. Frankincense was very common in biblical times. It it was a sweet smell, a sweet savor, and it would be burned in the temples. It would be a sweet savor, a sweet smell to God. But they didn't know what had been burned on the smaller altar until recently. They did research with newer techniques, newer technology, and they discovered They were smoking pot. They were smoking weed. They were burning cannabis, marijuana in these false temples. Now, why did they do that? For an emotional high. Yeah. You see, just the worship of God was not enough in these false temples. They had also to have an emotional high. And so they were literally getting high on God. Now, I'm not going to take this real far, but I want you to think about this. The perversion of worship is nothing new. Worship is to be about God, what pleases Him, what honors Him. 
that's what worship is supposed to be about. But sometimes emotion, emotionalism takes the place of God-centered worship, and it becomes man-centered. Now, you can take this as far as you want individually. But worship brings about emotion. There's no doubt about that. I, at times, have been very emotional in worship. But that's not the goal. The goal is to honor God and to focus on God. The goal is never the emotion. I fear that in many, not all, I'm not even saying most, but I fear that in many of our more contemporary Christian churches today, the emotion is the important thing. Now, hopefully they're not getting high on Jesus, although I I know of one church locally here in Columbus that some of their home Bible studies in years past, I don't think they do it anymore, but in years past, they'll smoke a little weed, smoke a little pot to get high on Jesus. Well, they're following in the footsteps of Ahaz, which was one of the most corrupt kings that the nation of Israel ever had. So um, let's be careful in our worship. Emotion is obviously a part, but it's never to be the end. So old, wicked King Ahaz had ways of uh, getting high on God. Isn't that fascinating? I mean, seriously, isn't that fascinating? This, you love your dad, but what to get him for Father's Day? He hasn't worn a tie for weeks. And that number one dad t-shirt? Three years straight is a bit much. Instead, go to letstalkfaith.com and enter to win a cool thousand bucks for dad. Is it the most imaginative gift ever? Eh, no, but it will definitely be appreciated. Enter now to win a thousand bucks in our Father's Day sweepstakes at letstalkfaith.com. The next time you could use a pick-me-up, head over to Godvine.com for uplifting and inspirational videos that you'll truly love. Join the millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. They know that Godvine videos are specially chosen to bring joy and share the love of God and the wonder of His creations. For the very best Christian videos, visit us today at Godvine.com. One author called it a long obedience in the same direction. Hello, I'm Chuck Swindoll. He got it right, didn't he? The Christian life is a long obedience in the same direction. It takes stick to persistence. Calvin Coolidge wrote this, Press on. Nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful individuals with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. 
the world is full of educated derelicts. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. Say, are you persistent in pursuing Christ? Press on. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. Thanks, Julie. And coming up next, is there rain in your weekend forecast? We'll find... Hey. Hi. It's been a while. Great place and nice neighborhood. You must have a strong community association board. Thanks. I guess so, but I don't pay any attention to that stuff. Seriously? How do you know for sure the board and community manager are making the right decisions to protect your investment? I don't, but what am I supposed to do? You can get involved and connect with CAI. CA what? CAI, Community Associations Institute. They're a nonprofit group that has helped us build a great community. They have free resources for your association board, professional training for community managers, and helpful information for homeowners. Thanks. I'll definitely do that. Is the time and investment you have made in your home and community protected? Be a smart homeowner and visit CAI at ResponsibleCommunities.com. Attention men under the age of 35. You know what really impresses the ladies? When a guy has a few drinks and later gets pulled over for buzz driving. That could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. There goes let's grab dinner and a movie. Oh, I know. You drive more carefully when you're buzzed. You've proven that hundreds of times. A woman admires that kind of confidence. And you've practiced how to speak if a cop does pull you over. Slowly, clearly, and politely like, good evening, officer. A woman admires that kind of foresight. And what woman doesn't find it adorable that you call it buzzed even though the law calls it drunk? You could kiss $10,000 goodbye, along with any chance of having a girlfriend. Because nothing says, I'm a catch, more than a guy who lives in his parents' basement and calls it my place. Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Saturday afternoons at 1... Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley is taking a break today. Sitting in for Bill from our sister station in Columbus, Ohio, is our friend Bob Burke. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live.
Again, my telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. That works here in Columbus, Ohio. It works just as well in Tampa, Florida as well. And I love to hear from our listeners. Again, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Well, from, from smoking pot in the temple. I mean, isn't that bizarre? Isn't that, isn't that just insane that 2,700 years ago, People were trying to bypass real worship of God and using drugs, marijuana, pot, weed to get some kind of an emotional charge out of their worship. That's that's, that's just bizarre. But the, the, the the more I think about that... The, the more concerned I am about a lot of our, and again, I, I want to repeat, I, I, I don't think worship should be unemotional, not at all, but emotion is never the goal. That's never, that's never the goal. When we plan on our worship, we should never sit around and go, okay, what could get the biggest emotional? How can we get people all hyped up? How can we whip up emotion? Never. The focus of worship, what pleases God? What would please God? What would honor God? What, Instead of sitting around, what would people like? What do people like? What are their favorite songs? Our our first thought should be, what would please God the most? What kind of worship would honor Him the most? 2,700 years ago, a cannabis altar in a fake temple probably during the reign of one of the most evil kings that Israel ever knew, King Ahaz. Wow, that's that's just bizarre. All right, from that to something just completely lighthearted, in fact, something completely loony. <laughs> I say this all the time, the liberal left destroys everything they touch. I mean, everything they touch. Look what the liberal left has done to mainline Protestant denominations in America. Without exception, the farther left a mainline Protestant denomination goes, the farther left they go, the more dead they are. The more people they lose, the more churches they lose, the more influence they lose. Liberal left ideology theologically and politically destroys everything it touches. Evidently, including cartoons. Yeah, I said Looney. Now, who is not familiar with Looney Tunes? I grew up with Looney Tunes. My kids grew up with Looney Tunes. And I suppose my grandkids did as well. Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Elmer Fudd. 
Yeah, Looney Tunes. They've been around for, well, I started to say forever. They have been around forever. Uh, and then they kind of faded away. Well, they are going to be revived. There is going to be a reboot of Looney Tunes with all of your favorite characters, Bugs, Bunny, Daffy, Duck, and, of course, Elmer Fudd. Wiley Coyote? Yeah, Wiley Coyote and... Uh, uh, what's what's the bird? Uh, uh, oh my goodness! Mind cramp. I can see it. Oh, Roadrunner, Roadrunner, yeah, Roadrunner and uh, Wild E. Coyote. They're all they're all coming back. And of course, part of that is uh, cartoon violence. Yes, cartoon violence will indeed be a part of the new reboot. In fact. According to the uh, the uh, directors, the producers of the new Looney Tunes, uh, there will be, quote, the sticks of dynamite, the intricate booby traps, the anvils and bank safes dropped on unsuspecting heads. Yes, all of that will be a part of the reboot of Looney Tunes, except Elmer Fudd will not be carrying a hunting rifle. Remember, it's rabbit season. Remember that? i got to go get me a, a, a rabbit. Yeah, no, no, no. Ex- <laughs> I, I am quoting. There will be sticks of dynamite, the intricate booby traps, the anvils and the bank safes dropped on unsuspecting heads. That's okay. He says, quote, we can do cartoony violence, TNT, the Acme stuff. All that was kind of grandfathered in, but we are not doing guns. (laughs) Yes, there will be no guns. And by the way, Yosemite Sam will not have his pistols. I have no idea what the new weapons will be for Yosemite Sam, but uh, there yeah, yeah, there will be uh, there will be no guns in the new Looney Tunes. <laughs> My goodness. Like I said, the liberal left just uh, destroys everything, everything it touches. TNT, fine. Anvils and bank safes dropped on unsuspecting heads, no problem. Dynamite, absolutely. Quote, intricate booby traps, yep, all a part of it, but uh, uh, there will be no guns. So Looney Tunes will be uh, officially... Politically correct. Even the even the cartoons are not sacred. Now think of this. Think of some of the newer cartoons that came along long, long, long after the Looney Tunes and Bugs Bunny and all that. Think about the sexualization, the other kinds of violence, the other kinds of social abnormalities and perversions 
Now they're fine. Bombard your kids with filth and garbage, but just don't have any guns. All right, we're going to take a break, and uh, we'll be back. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Stocks scrambled even higher Monday on Wall Street's enthusiasm about the reopening economy at the NASDAQ composite set a record. The S&P 500 rose 1.2% and is back within 4.5% of its own record as optimism strengthens that the worst of the recession may already have passed. Stocks that would benefit most from an economy that's growing again rose the most, including smaller companies and airlines. Last week's surprisingly encouraging reports on the jobs market is bolstering hopes that the economy can recover from its recession more quickly than forecast. Economists said Monday that the recession officially began in February. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 461 points to 27,572. The Nasdaq rose 110. The S&P advanced 38. Oil down to 38.19 a barrel. This is SRN News. You love your dad, but what to get him for Father's Day? He hasn't worn a tie for weeks. And that number one dad t-shirt? Three years straight is a bit much. Instead, go to letstalkfaith.com and enter to win a cool thousand bucks for dad. Is it the most imaginative gift ever? Eh, no, but it will definitely be appreciated. Enter now to win a thousand bucks in our Father's Day sweepstakes at letstalkfaith.com. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God hath commanded the light to shine out of darkness? Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Carl here for my friends at Moss Nissan. You know, while the factories were slowing production and many dealerships were running out of cars to sell, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on an inventory buying spree, so you don't have to settle. Now, with over 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has a vehicle for everyone's budget. Now, before you buy that Nissan or Acura elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want, the other guys might not. Their goal is to never lose your business over price with many favorable finance programs, including 0% loans with approved credit. 
Moss Nissan Crystal River just received the prestigious award of excellence from Nissan. Great job, guys. And if you're searching for a new, improved service experience, Moss Service Departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Acura are the home of You Serve, You Save, which now applies to pastors and church workers in addition to vets, first responders, and active military. Locations in Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue. Or go to MossAcura.com and MossNissan.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910 streaming at letstalkfaith.com human trafficking is modern day slavery and it happens in our own communities victims can be any gender age or race join the department of homeland security's blue campaign to learn how to recognize and report this heinous crime visit our website at www.dhs.gov slash blue campaign that's www.dhs.gov slash blue campaign. Your second look could be their second chance. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley is taking a break today. Sitting in for Bill from our sister station in Columbus, Ohio, is our friend Bob Burney. Bob Bernie Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. Um, I would probably label this segment a tale of two priests. Yeah. Uh, One is a priest in New York. The other is a priest, but he's actually an archbishop at the Vatican. And my, what different takes. Yeah. Uh, Hey, my number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Recently, uh, Chris Cuomo on CNN hosted Father Edward Beck. Father Edward Beck is a Catholic priest. And they were talking about uh, when uh, President Trump uh, posed with the Bible in front of St. John's Episcopal Church in Washington, D.C. And uh, if, if you will remember, some Catholic priests, some Episcopalian priests, and even a Jewish rabbi flipped out. They went absolutely crazy. Uh, that the President of the United States dared to pose with a Bible in front of a church. Hmm. Posing with a Bible in front of a church. Yeah. Well, that's evil. (sighs) Well, anyway, uh, Chris, Chris Cuomo on CNN was discussing this with Father Edward Beck. And let me read just a little bit of the interview. To you, Chris Cuomo says, help us understand that because I'm sure you see a big role of faith in the understanding and demand for social justice. What bothers you here? And he's talking about Trump standing in front of a church with the Bible in his hand. 
Father Beck says, quote, well, Jesus was a nonviolent protester. I mean, that was his life. That's what he stood for. He was against unjust structures, and he didn't condone violence to oppose those structures, but he certainly did oppose them in nonviolent protest. I, I would love to be able to sit down with this uh, Father Edward Beck and say, um, where did you get that? Uh you know, the life of Jesus is recorded in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I've read those Gospels hundreds of times, and I never came away with the impression that Jesus came to the earth for the primary purpose of being a non-violent protester. Now, there was the time at the temple when Jesus overthrew the money changers' tables and so forth, I don't know whether you could call that violent, but he did overturn the tables, and it certainly wasn't a protest because it was his house. The temple was his place, and a bunch of religious people had destroyed the purpose of his house. But anyway... (sighs) I mean, again, I'm quoting. I mean, that was his life. That's what he stood for. He was against unjust structures. And he didn't condone violence to oppose those structures, but he certainly did oppose them in nonviolent protest. You know, and I read this interview and I was thinking, Jesus was living in a part of the Roman Empire. Rome had conquered Israel. They were in complete control. So Jesus was in the middle of a portion of the Roman Empire, one of the most corrupt political structures in history. I mean, they were pagan. They were corrupt to the core. They were greedy. They were money-hungry. The, the, the kings were, were absolutely corrupt. And uh, I'm trying to think what Jesus had to say about the governmental structure of his day, this corrupt political system. I can't think of anything. I don't ever remember Jesus ever taking on the political system. He took on the religious system. Oh, he was brutal with them. You know, they're a bunch of, they're a generation of snakes and vipers. Woo, man, that's powerful language. Whited sepulchers filled with dead men's bones. He looked at the key religious leaders of his day and says, you are of your father, the devil. Jesus was tough on the religious people of his day. The uh, traditionalists. The people who put tradition above the Word of God. The people who worship tradition rather than God. He was, man, he was, I mean, he was brutal with them. But the government? Silent. And yet here we have this priest saying that this was, this was his life. 
a nonviolent protester. That was his life. Anyway, he goes on and says, and so to see nonviolent protesters push back by force and rubber bullets and tear gas, which, by the way, did not happen, for a photo op in front of a church, a desecrated church, I didn't even get the symbolism of holding up the Bible. The word of God was on the side of the protesters who were pushed back. So it was so conflictual to me. I didn't understand what I was seeing, what the president was trying to say by holding up the Bible in front of that church, who he was appealing to. Cuomo says, well, that's what I'm asking you. You're the priest. What is that supposed to mean when you hold up a Bible in front of a church? What does that mean? That he's holy? What is he doing right there? The priest says, or that he's representing somehow the Word of God or standing for the Word of God. Cuomo said, that must be it. The priest, quote, he was standing for the antithesis of it, though. And by the way, the... uh, one of the heroes of the liberal left posed for almost an identical photo in front of the very same church, the very same sign, holding up a Bible. Then Cuomo goes on and begins attacking pro-life people. He says, well, the idea of pro-life, the Christian political positions to be, seems to be no, 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 unborn life. We're in favor of protection of unborn life, but once it's born, then we don't have the same feelings anymore. So Cuomo says to this priest, people who are pro-life, they only care about babies before they're born, but as soon as they're born, they don't care about them. By the way, that's just a blatant lie. Uh, But anyway, the uh, priest says, well, that's not Christian. Cuomo says, well, I know, but I'm saying. Uh, Then Cuomo says, in politics, that's where it becomes right. The Christian conservatives' right, which becomes a political faction, they're not taking the Christian position the way you just outlined it. It's really just about abortion, and then after that, they're pretty good with just about anything he, Trump, wants to do with anybody. The priest says, well, the right-wing Christian persuasion, I would say, would look just at that. But I think more moderate Christians and certainly more progressive Christians would see what Cardinal Bernadin used to call the full-garment approach. It can't be just one issue because life, as you said, after the womb is just as important. And so if you're not caring for the poor, if you're not feeding the hungry, if you're not welcoming the stranger, the immigrant, how you are living the message of this nonviolent protester Jesus whom you are really maligning with what happened there at the church. So Cuomo says that people who are pro-life are a bunch of hypocritical Christians and they don't care about you once the baby is born. This priest does not disagree with that at all doesn't take a pro-life position at all, and says that the president, simply by standing in front of the church holding a Bible, is the antithesis of the Christian view and the antithesis of Jesus because Jesus came to this world to be a non 
violent protester. Yeah, really. But I said it's a tale of two priests. Got to take a break. When we come back, an incredible letter written from the Vatican. By the way, the Pope has been very critical of President Trump. But an archbishop at the Vatican has written an astounding letter to the president. I'll share that with you when we come back. This message is for anyone looking for $500,000 to $1 million or more of affordable term life insurance, even if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or taking anxiety meds. Here's an example. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe overweight with type 2 diabetes, $1 million of term life insurance may only cost about $200 a month. We're Term Provider, experts in finding affordable term life insurance for those that may not be in perfect health. If you've had prostate cancer, heart conditions, high cholesterol, or on prescription medications, you may still qualify for half a million to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance. Get a quick quote by calling Term Provider at 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. If you're looking for term life insurance but have type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, or have other health issues, call Term Provider at 800-555-2085 or visit Term Provider. Provider.com. Termprovider.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. The Southern Baptist Convention, America's largest Protestant denomination, reports a drop in membership of 4% last year from 2018. That's the biggest decline in a century. It is reflective, say top SBC officials, of the growing secularization of America, especially among young people. There may be a number of contributing factors to this, but among them, I believe, is that we who are followers of Jesus are not obeying him fully, or even mostly. When younger people think of what it means to be a Christian, they see divorcing parents, even within the church. They see people who seem to be more for President Trump than they are for Jesus. They don't see Christians loving their enemies, praying for those who persecute them, visiting prisoners, or caring for widows and orphans. Those are the commands of Jesus. The decline in the number of Christians, not just Southern Baptists, is contrasted with the rapid growth of Islam. Ask yourself why, and then ask, am I sufficiently obeying Jesus, or do I want more than Jesus, which is actually less than him? I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. You know, it's true. Difficult times have a way of focusing us. We have to think about what matters most when it comes to our spending, our health care. No doubt. This is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. MediShare is a trusted way to save up to 50% on your monthly health care costs. More than 400,000 people have already made the switch. It's pretty obvious why, too, especially now during this challenging season with health care costs and out-of-pocket expenses going up. MediShare can save you a lot of money. The typical family saves $500 a month. And MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry that's worked beautifully for 27 years. There are different options to choose from to fit your budget. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes, maybe now. 
is the perfect time to make the switch and start saving. Here you go. Call 855-90-BIBLE. That's 855-90-BIBLE. 855-90-BIBLE. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. If you're going to choose a God, I would submit you want to choose the most powerful. Don't just go along with the crowd. Don't plead ignorance. Look in Jeremiah 32. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. I'm the Lord, the God of all mankind. Is anything too hard for me? Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement, was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS for Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley is taking a break today. Sitting in for Bill from our sister station in Columbus, Ohio, is our friend Bob Burney. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Burney Live. Hey, we're going to wrap things up here in a moment. My telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Jim in Upper Arlington, I'm going to come to you here in just a moment, but I promised that when we come back, I said a a, a tale of two priests, a uh, father, Edward Beck, was interviewed recently on... uh, CNN with Chris Cuomo said that Jesus came to the world to be a nonviolent protester and uh, that Donald Trump holding up a Bible in front of the church is the antithesis of everything that Jesus stood for. Here is an archbishop of the Catholic Church writing from the Vatican, Carlo Maria Vagano. Uh, the former apostolic nuncio to the United States of America, again, Archbishop Carlos Maria Vagano, writes a personal letter to Donald Trump from the Vatican, and it is dated yesterday. Mr. President, I'm not going to read it all, but listen to this. Mr. President, in recent months, we have been witnessing the formation of two opposing sides that I would call biblical the children of light, and the children of darkness. The children of light constitute the most conspicuous part of humanity, while the children of darkness represent the absolute minority. Uh, And then he goes on and says, In an apparently inexplicable way, the good are held hostage by the wicked and by those who help them either out of self-interest 
or fearfulness. These two sides, which have a biblical nature, follow the clear separation between the offspring of the woman and the offspring of the serpent, and uh, so on. Then he goes on and talks about the deep state. You know, the deep state, people ingrained, embedded in our U.S. government who are trying to overthrow the president from within. He says, for the first time, the United States has in you a president who courageously defends the right to life, who is not ashamed to denounce the persecution of Christians throughout the world, who speaks of Jesus Christ and the right of citizens to freedom of worship. Your participation in the March for Life and more recently your proclamation of the month of April as National Child Abuse Prevention Month are actions that confirm which side you wish to fight on. And I dare to believe that both of us are on the same side in this battle, albeit with different weapons. Uh, Then he goes on and uh, praises the president for uh, standing up against the, uh, the deep state. He says, the American people are mature and have now understood how much the mainstream media does not want to spread the truth, but seeks to silence and distort it, spreading the lie that it is useful for the purposes of their masters. However, it is important that the good, who are the majority, wake up from their sluggishness and do not accept being deceived by a minority of dishonest people with unavowable purposes. It is necessary that the good, the children of light, come together and make their voices heard. What more effective way is there to do this, Mr. President, than by prayer, asking the Lord to protect you, the United States, and all of humanity from this enormous attack of the enemy? Before the power of prayer, the deceptions of the children of darkness will collapse. Their plots will be revealed. Their betrayal will be shown. Their frightening power will end in nothing brought to light and exposed for what it is an infernal deception. He attacks the uh, United States media. He attacks the deep state. He attacks the liberal left uh, politicians. Uh, Like I said, a tale of two priests. Fascinating. All right. As promised, I'm going to go to the phones, and I've got Jim in Upper Arlington, Ohio, on the line. Jim, you're on Bobberty Live. Welcome. Hey, uh, hello, Pastor Bob. Hey, um, one more reason that this president is my president, and I like this guy a lot. I believe the first words out of his mouth when he was standing there in front of that church holding up that Bible were as follows. This nation needs to rally around this book. Am I right on that, or do you not know? Uh, I believe you are correct. Yeah, I, believe I believe you are I correct. correct. Uh, yeah. I don't see any problem. I don't, I don't see why... Anybody who calls themselves a Christian, I don't care what denomination they're in, would have a problem with the president of the of the most powerful country in the world say this nation needs to rally around yeah. this book. It tells me more about who they are than than who we are or who Donald Trump is. Donald Trump might not be perfect, but he's the only president out there that we've had in a while to do something like that and stand up for the Bible that I profess and I stand for and I love. I'm done with my comments. You can have the rest. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, Jim. God bless you. Thanks, Pastor. All right. 
Uh, of course, the mainstream media made a big deal that the protesters were cleared out in order for the president to make the walk over to the church. Well, number one, tear gas was not used. We know that, even though almost all of the mainstream media reported that tear gas was used. It, there was not. There was uh, smoke bombs uh, to try to disperse protesters who had just moments before been pelting police with water bottles, other objects, and so forth. And the I believe it was the day before they tried to set the church on fire, St. John's Episcopal Church, which is called the Church of the Presidents. They had tried to set it on fire. These were not exactly peaceful protesters. And the president wanted to make it clear. We are not going to bow to violence. And he made a point. And he made a good one. All right. Hey, I wish we had more time. We don't. I hope you folks have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Thank you for joining me. And please, wherever you go and whatever you do, remember whose you are. Listen. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. A million-dollar bail has been confirmed for the former Minneapolis police officer charged with second-degree murder in George Floyd's death. Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin said...